Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and we are doing our first remote session of 2024. God, that's wild saying 2024. But what better way to kick off our first remote session of 2024 than to do our top 10 recap of 2023? So... Once again, I am joined by my fellow Popcorn Watchlist panelists, remote via not satellite, but in their own respective workspaces. I'm once again host, joined by Danny, Anthony, and Zach. What's so, up? Uh, say hello, gentlemen. What's up? How's it going? Hello, hello. How excited are you guys to share with everybody your favorites of 2023? I think this will be pretty fun. I'm excited to share. I'm sure a lot of us have a lot of the same films. Yeah, but I'm sure there there might be a, you know a couple sp- that are sprinkled in there that'll be a little bit different. Couple surprises, yeah. I'm sure. It'll be a fun talking points. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to see the obviously what we share, but also the differences. We all had different times where we saw maybe different films, and they may have snuck into our top ten. We're also gonna briefly mention <laughs> honorable mentions. Uh, we'll bring that up. So. To give a little rundown, we're going to have each of us go through from ranking 10 to 4. We'll talk mm-hmm. about our honorable mentions, and then we'll cap it off with our top three. So without further ado, I'm actually going to throw it over to Zach to start us off. Cool. Yeah. All right. So this is going to be pretty, I think, pretty straightforward. I, th- I think... I think, I'll, honestly, I think my list, since i probably the one that watched the least amount of movies between all of us, I think everyone's going to have all of these movies on their list. So, in no particular order, I kind of just, like, grouped these together in, like, genre, kind of. Some of them are just one movie, some of them are two or three, so it really depends. But I'm going to start off with The Creator. Ooh. The nice Creator day. just made it into my top ten. The visuals, fantastic. The story's pretty solid. Nothing too crazy. It's not anything like totally groundbreaking or anything like that. But it is still it is still a pretty interesting story with with you know the plot with the the child and everything like and and the AI. It's really cool, really cool, stunning visually. The the film was shot on on a, on a Sony DSLR, which is pretty cool, and it looks like it was shot on on professional cinema cameras. Just a really cool movie. I, I think it came out like in the later half of the year, right? So it was one of the more yeah. recent ones. Uh, and definitely one of those that I, I think we can all recommend it pretty strongly that, you know, go watch it, especially for the for the visuals. Yeah, it was very cool. It was cool. directed by, by, I'm forgetting his name now. Uh, he directed uh, Rogue One. Gareth uh, Edwards. Gar- yes, Gareth Edwards. Yes. A pretty, pretty solid film. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. We did a, uh, we did a podcast on that one, right? We did, did an episode yes. on it. Nah, nice. Fun fact. It is nominated for Best Visual Effects for this round of the Oscars. So that I think it has a pretty good chance of, of winning. It's, I mean, it's, it's up against, like, Godzilla minus one. And, it's up and against Guardians. Other... And Guardians. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be tough. That'll be yeah, tough. it's going to be tough. We'll go from there. All right, hit us the next one, Zach. All right, the next one is John Wick Chapter 4. Nice. Really, really like kick-ass movie. Not gonna lie. I mean, all the John Wick movies are are kick-ass movies, but but this one was just like the rest of them. I mean, it's just as great as as all the ones that we've had before. 
I think it it sat a little bit lower on on my ranking of of the four films, but it is still like really close to to everything else. Like it's such a great fun and and uh, it, it's so good. It's a great movie. And then my next one is going to be Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Part one. And now, part one. Yes, one. part one. Well, even though they removed it, no more. It's for not now. part one. They removed it <laughs> for, for now. now. It next is part one for now. Next year will be uh, I repeat. So, <laughs> Reckoning Dead. <laughs> now, th- this one was probably of like the the more recent Mission Impossible movies to be. Like it's it's a great movie, great Mission Impossible movie, but I still hold a couple of other ones to a much higher regard. But it's still a great movie. I like the addition of Haley Atwell in the movie. She was she was pretty good in it. And then having wait, let the record show uh, yeah, that Haley Atwell in anything will always make it better. Absolutely. <laughs> Is she the ludicrous of um, movies? <laughs> or is ludicrous the ludicrous of movies? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then who was who was the villain in this one again? I AI. It's, it's AI and the guy from season one of Ozark. Yes, yes. He's like that that guy. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> Never seen yeah. Ozark, so I, I I forgot what he looks like already. And then uh, next, I have okay. So now I have like video game movies. Oh, in in Plural. the next chunk here. So I I'm gonna put ooh I, th- this is a tough one because again it's 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 no order but the way I have it written down here I put I put Tetris as my next one. My man, good job. I like that. Tetris, it's a it's an Apple TV Plus movie. That one stars Mr. How do you how is it Ed, 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 Edgerton. Edgerton Edgerton? No, okay, no it's it's Tehran Ejeriton. Tehran Ejeriton. I mean, he's, uh, huh? No, I was gonna say I mean Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. Now he he. Uh, the first thing I ever saw him in was in in Kingsman. Fun movie, mm-hmm. ha- great, hilarious, wacky action. And then his career just kind of took off from there because he he's did a bunch of stuff, you know, ever since then. And Tetris was was a more low key one, but it was still really well made. The, the some of the visuals with like some of the the Tetris graphics looked really cool, and it was pretty sus- uh, suspenseful too for. For what was going on since it took place during like the Cold War era, and the the not the creator of Tetris, but the businessman who wanted to invest in it, traveling to and from the Soviet Union during that time, it was very sketchy to do that. But it's really, really cool, fun movie. Those guys are still alive today. They they still you know they they're still doing their thing. They still run the um, Tetris company. If I'm I I thought they sold it if they I'm not mistaken, it? but I, I don't remember. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure they have involvement actually there recently there was a kid like a 13 year old kid he 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 won tetris what in a sense and do do there was a video where he was where the kid was on the news and he met the the russian guy the, the the guy that created tetris and the the american business guy that funded it and brought it he, to like to the yeah. west and everything he uh, met Alexei cool Vajitnov and Hank Rogers. That's cool. He, yes, Alexei. It was him. Yeah, he, he. The kid met both guys live on on the news. I, I think I sent you guys that video before, but that, that was really. I, cool I think him. I saw the video. It's like he he reached the score like nine 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 nine. Like it crashed. Well, no, the it, game that, crashes that wasn't once that. It, 
Oh. No, it, it doesn't crash with the score. It crashes with the a number of levels, mm. and the game can only handle so Go much because so much, of the limited yeah. memory. Yeah, and then he got the uh, the true kill screen, which is, and in, in that moment when the game just cannot function anymore, which was that's crazy, insane cool. to think that Tetris <laughs> has a an end to it. <laughs> but yeah, really, really cool movie. Uh, I definitely recommend watching that one if you're if you're into like like retro video games. And the next one is Super Mario Bros. Yes, that one, sir. I think we all can agree that yes, that, sir. that it was. Probably better than expected. It was a lot of fun. They they kept it simple. They they didn't go too crazy with it. There were parts that it seemed a little rushed. I'll be honest, but it was still very enjoyable. The animation looked fantastic, and I hope that that uh, in the future when Nintendo uh, continues to make more movies, that they they you know keep it there in the in that same in that same quality. Really, of course, you know, making sure that the story is a solid story for whatever movie they make, whether it be I don't know, like like an animated Pokemon movie or an animated I don't know a Metroid movie or or Donkey Kong or something, which is planned apparently. Keeping it in that same in that same vein of of quality, I think I think they can make another billion dollar movie if they wanted to. Easily, just, just cut out all the licensed music and use the music from the games. Yes, oh no more. God. I need a hero. <laughs> Or, or well, holding out for a hero. We don't need, we don't need any well, more. Or how about take on me the... during the Donkey Kong scene? It made no sense. Oh. I love holding take out on for me. a hero. Was on both uh, that you just mentioned, Tetris and uh, Super Mario Bros. Nice. That, that, that was the year. Yeah. 2023 was the year for that song. It, yeah, it was the year that that that, she, that artist. She made a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of royalties. Money, Tyler. So did uh, Beastie Boys. Oh yeah. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, really, really great movie, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what what they do next, especially with the, with the tease to sequel introducing Yoshi. Hopefully, that'll be that'll be really nice. All right, and then the the next and final video game movie that I put on my list is Gran Turismo. Nice. So so of course 40X? I had to. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was by far. That oh. was by far like that was a really good experience. That was actually a lot oh. of fun. You guys saw it in 4DX. That's right. Yes. I didn't get to see it in 4DX. Oh, I, I I thought you were there. No. Oh, definitely yeah, it was, was not me. there. It was me. Ex- was Anthony. flying around everywhere. <laughs> who, who was it? It was it was you, you Anthony X Isis, yes. right? And then, she was and then our cousin flying out of her seat. The greatest thing so hilarious. One thing I'll, I'll mention, I don't want to steal a little bit of Zack's Thunder, but even with the movie having been out for maybe about like a week or so, people were watching it in 40X, and all the story beats just hit perfectly. Like, everybody was hella in, bought into the movie. All the points where you wanted a crowd reaction, you got a crowd reaction. Yeah, yeah that the, was so the surprising. Audience, the, uh, the audience reaction was was a lot more than I would have expected for for a movie. I mean, like Not a lot of people are, are like into racing exactly like people are yeah they have their sports like basketball football i'm sure if it were a movie about that then yeah you're gonna get maybe like like more reactions out of it but for a racing movie i was really surprised because because like my or sorry miami florida or the united states isn't really a it's not a racing culture we have our car cultures but we don't really have a racing culture we NASCAR. but but well maybe yeah i mean there's nascar but this is like this is not nascar this is like you know, this is like real racing. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say no that. No offense to like, any NASCAR fans, but it is it is more grown up racing. Let, let, let's just say that. 
skill set for this racing. Like, yeah, NASCAR there, there are right like turns. Endurance. NASCAR racing is like endurance racing and all that stuff. More yeah, because yeah, NASCAR races can be like like th- four or five hours, whereas like sport racing, sport car racing can be like an hour and a half, probably. Yeah. Or average maybe like an hour. Yeah, but depending on what series you're in, but 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 it's still like we're not in that culture. Like the United States is not in that culture of like that kind of racing, a sports car racing. But I was just really surprised by the reaction of of like when when the main character Jan would would win something or like when he when he kissed the the girl and everyone was like ooh, 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 and clapping and all this it's stuff. Your which boy. Was yeah. Pretty cool. And then I think even clapping at the end too because because I mean, everyone I think ger- uh, thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Is it still on Netflix? I believe so. Yeah. I, I yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I haven't. Been on, I was just watching the brother sure. son and yeah grandchildren I think it's still as of this recording and i think of, of all the video game movies that one ooh, I, I think I, I i liked super mario brothers so much but i also liked this one a lot like i, I like tetris but i think these two are kind of above that so that's why i put them above but again you know this is all just kind of mixed in and then uh, so so that, 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 I mean, that was a, a really great movie really fun experience especially the 4dx like we mentioned like like it was my second time watching it when i saw it in 4dx and Kind of like how with Top Gun Maverick, you go to watch it in 4DX, it ruins the experience. This movie kind of did the same thing. Like, it ruins it in a good way because you can't watch any other movie and expecting the uh, the 4DX, like, it, like experience to be as good as Top Gun or a racing movie. It was Yeah, it's true. It was, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And then the last movie before my top three... I was kind of debating, but I I think I I think I picked a good one for this one. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Nice. Is is my my number four, and it, it, this one does feel a lot different from the first two Guardians movie, which is which does kind of make me think of the movie a little bit differently compared to those first two. But this one had a lot more a lot more like heart to it, with especially with the whole Rocket Raccoon backstory that we got sprinkled in throughout the movie which was which was one thing that i mean we did expect it because james gunn had teased it for a while like oh yeah we're gonna get more backstory for for this character and and did a really good job with with how they how that how they like fleshed it out and we have uh, a whole episode on that one too so if you want to go back and see what we thought about it collectively circle back to a few episodes that i don't know i thought danny would have the number by now but nah uh You'll go through. It'll be titled Guardians Three. And then well, another thing that I, I felt really weird about this movie was that it it, it wasn't as memorable. I will, I will be honest; it wasn't as memorable as the first two. I, I think the first one is by far the the most memorable, and then and the second one also had a lot of great memorable moments. And this one, I I don't know what it is lately. Like like me when I watch movies, I, I tend to forget things. It's called getting like, old, Zach. Welcome. <laughs> Like, I, I have a pretty good memory, and lately I've I've just been like, <laughs> like like I'll watch a movie and then I'll forget like like a majority, not a majority of the movie. I'll, I'll forget like maybe forty percent of the movie. Is your back hurting? And then a little bit. Oh no! I, actually, oh, no. It, it it legitimately does. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, it's happening. It's still that, a bit too that's early where it for starts. you. It's too early for you. <laughs> Way too early. God, I, I didn't think 26 was going to be such an old age for me. Oh. 20, 26 to new 46. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I can't remember a lot about the movie, but 
I, I did remember enjoying it a lot and still, again, feeling like it was a, a, a much different and I think more mature movie compared to the other Guardians movies, weirdly enough. If, I mean, I don't know if that's if that's a, the right thing to say. I mean, I don't know if you guys agree that it was a bit more of a mature movie, even though it had hilarious moments also. Yeah, it still Especially had a lot Jax. of immature moments, but yeah, it was it was more of a, I guess, like, heavy subject Send material. Yeah. yeah. And very emotional. Yeah, like, very heavy, very, very emotional, like, some, some darker stuff. I mean, and, then, and that's not saying that, yeah, I'm not saying, like, part two, for example, didn't have any heavy stuff, like, a lot of the Gamora Nebula stuff, the whole stuff with Peter and his dad, and Yondu, obviously, again, tying into all of that. Baby group is silly, but also, like, hey, it's this person different from the other group before. The whole Ravagers thing. Yeah, like, there are some slightly heavier stuff. But then there's also, again, silly things, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's my, that's my, my first seven. And then I have a some honorable mentions that I that I that I I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed these movies, but we're just a little bit off of off of the top ten. Well, we're gonna and go through the uh, we're gonna go through everyone else's top seven. Oh, and okay. Then we'll okay. Do okay. The, I the, thought I thought it was gonna be that, and then we uh, hold off. The, the kids right. going okay. off yeah. script. He's going <laughs> so off I guess, script. <laughs> Little, no, cool. little 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 outtake he's excited. there. He's excited. Guess, no, he's excited. Leave uh, it in there. We're well, live. Do it. There's there's too many good movies because yeah, I completely forgot about Guardians, <laughs> and that's not even you, on my you top. You forgot 10. about Guardians. Yes. Like, I'll be honest. When I was going through, through through the movies that came out last year, like like the ones that stood out, I'm like, man, this movie came out last year. Yeah. Because yeah. some of them I, I thought came out the year before, like late the year before. I'm like, no, oh, yeah, yeah it came out 2023. Yeah, yeah. Last year was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, I guess it's my turn in the age bracket. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. We're oh. going up by age. Good job, Danny. Yep. You're next. Oh, jeez. Anthony needs to. All right. So, um, we'll go a little bit quicker now, just because Zach pretty much went through most of the movies, and most of his are probably in all of our top 10s so starting off with number 10 for me will be john wick chapter four nice 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 and man just non-stop action literally beautiful like scenery like different locations just i don't know man each each movie gets more intense <laughs> it was a lot of fun I, I think we all saw this one together it's almost especially three since hours. we had yeah, it's a long movie too. But it's uh, glorious it action. Yeah, it doesn't matter. How long was it again? Like two. It was two hours and forty-five. Hours? Two hours and yeah. forty-five minutes. Great, it was wonderful. I could have watched it for like ten hours. That, it was <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. Uh, apparently, Seriously. they they filmed, I think, like a six-hour movie or or like a five and oh a half-hour movie, and they had and they oh they had to shrink it to two hours and forty-five minutes. <laughs> So, yeah, apparently there was a lot more backstory to other characters. We need a petition for the uh, director's cut. Mm-hmm. The Helski cut. cut. Just the rest of the four hours is literally in the club scene. <laughs> With the music <laughs> in the, the background. And all the water. Yeah. No, no, it's actually the, it's actually the stair scene. 
He keeps just rolling. <laughs> he just keeps going back to the top. I'm sure people have done that on YouTube. It just they have a, a ten hour ten hour boss. cut. <laughs> Every time he gets to the top, there's a mini boss, and then he just gets knocked back down. Classic. Fight another mini boss. All right. So after that one, I think I think this one you chose it after John Wick two, or it was right after. But it's Wait, impossible. Danny. Oh. Danny, Danny, yeah. before you go, there is a 10-hour cut of him. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, On YouTube? We'll watch it yeah. later. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, we'll watch okay. it later. <laughs> yeah, uh, damn. People are awesome on YouTube. <laughs> God bless the internet. All right. So you were saying Dead Reckoning, right? Yep. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, man, Tom Cruise just just makes fun movies. And it really gives the movie theater experience, especially after like Top Gun. And this one was just just a lot of fun, a lot of action, cool moments, him running, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's prop. It's proper like sprinting form. Yeah, booking it, Prope- <laughs> propelling forward. You know, has a, has a proper stride, using arms for propulsion. Dude, the guy's in it. He knows what's up. Yep, different camera angles, you know, get everything. Uh, and then the rest of the cast was pretty awesome. So, like you mentioned, Haley Atwell, she was a great addition. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson Vanessa, coming back. Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby still being awesome. Yep. You know, the original like, squad, too. So. She had, yeah, Simon Pegg, Bing Rames. It's cool because, like, Vanessa Kirby has to do, like, double duty. Because that one sequence uh, towards the end, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's great. And, uh, and great action sequences, you know, that big action stunt done at the end that was all leading up to it since we had seen it so many times in trailers and stuff like that. Even trailers, too. it was like like a, like a little sneak peek of, of how they did the stun and everything. That they, they too, played like before like an IMAX showing. If you you went to to watch any IMAX, they were hyping that that moment for oh yeah for months. The thing, the thing is, like that moment happens, and then there's still like another thirty or forty minutes left yeah. in the movie because then it's like a long action sequence on the train. So it's yeah, yeah it's, it's not just the base jump from the the mountain, it's right? Like, oh man, we also got he has to parachute down on a train. It's too good. Yeah, it's yep. really entertaining. All I can't right. wait to see what they do in the next one. Yep. See, like, how do you top it? Top you know, <laughs> Top Gun. Well, I feel, I feel like it was kind of <laughs> like a. I think that stunt was a kind of like like a, like a like a they they backed off a little bit compared to like the skydiving scene or like the uh, the Burj Khalifa scene. I feel like those were probably more like like a uh, high stakes ones. And even in the, the one- movie, they're high stakes, but. Practically, that was the most dangerous thing. It's just, hey, Tom Cruise, just strap you on a motorcycle and just chuck it. Was it though? Because yeah. he, 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 I think he was like barely on wires when he was in in Ghost Protocol when he was like outside the building. On the like, yeah, he could have easily just just like fallen. I, he was like, on a he, few. He, there was more. Sec- I remember it being more secure than it looked. Same thing with the airplane taking off. Oh, that, yeah, that, he was. That's also in. pretty yeah. crazy, though. I mean. Yeah, you still have to hold on. You still have to hold on. (laughs) You still have to do like some sort of stunt work. It doesn't matter what cables are there. Like you have to hold on, like and fall out. The whole whole scene of him like on the on that net with the helicopter. Oh, that one too is yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was in Fallout. Yeah. 
right. You learned how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> I mean, just casual things for yeah, Tom Cruise. Like you do. You spend a couple months learning how to do that. So now is when we get through some of the ones that Zach hasn't mentioned. Ooh. Ooh. I know. So, this is all right. So this is number eight. So number eight, we have. I think X saw this one. The Iron Claw. Nice. I have Very not nice. seen it yet. Yeah. Very nicely done. Um, I actually didn't know much about this family, or actually anything about this family, to be honest. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't look anything up because this movie is wild. <laughs> uh, you definitely get to see ups and downs of the family. And you got Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen, just shredded in this movie. They're both, like, <laughs> massive. Like, yeah, and and the rest of the cast, but mainly them, those two. They're just, I don't know, man. They got the ultimate Marvel workout times two. Dude, I think another shout-out has to go to Holt McCallany, who plays the father Fritz on Eric. Mm-hmm. That yeah, the, the dad was, work. yeah. And he had some cool moments in the beginning, too, that I uh, guess to show. But uh, yeah, very, also very sad movie. Had some emotional moments towards the end. And yeah. uh, definitely a good, like, based on a true story. So. Yeah, absolutely. Good pick, Danny. Good pick. Yep. It up. Let's see what we got. And then number seven, we have Past Lives. Nice. So another one I haven't seen. I, I think that's the also only. Also, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think I'm the only one who has it's seen coming, that one. It's coming back to theaters, so I'll be able to catch it. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. So you can rent it right now. You can only rent it. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're playing it all next week and maybe the week after with the whole Oscars movies coming back. They actually are. I'm looking yeah. at it now. Uh, but uh, this was a pretty emotional movie um i think i'd mentioned it on a couple episodes before um but i don't know it felt very grounded and real um just very solid story and number five we have gran turismo cool so, like hey, Zach said, <laughs> like Zach said, I don't know, had a bunch of great racing scenes, being able to see the crowd reaction to it. I had seen it a couple times after the, after we saw it in the movie theater, like I saw it on Netflix. And uh, so, hold on. It's really good. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> That was my dog. <laughs> but that's a special guest. Don't make her bark, Lily. Yeah, but Gran Turismo was awesome. If you're a fan of car racing movies, definitely check it out. You have a great cast, good like VFX sequences, like part of the game coming through, and yeah that, yeah, that was that was one thing that I also didn't mention too. Like, like mm. those those parts were it would show like like Yan sitting in the simulator and, and then like the visual effects kind of like transitioning into a car. Yeah. I think that, that, those were pretty sick. And then also really, you have really like well the, the racing line throughout the track, like seeing like which line he's going to take and just like, some okay. of the sound effects. 
how he visualizes it. Mm-hmm. And the acting, you know, David Harbour was great. Orlando David Bloom Harbour was, was, a, was a great one. Yeah, David Harbour really came through with that one. And I think it's, it's one of those where, you know, like, I would like for him to at least know that he did the job right, where everybody really connected with his character and how he mentors Jan through the story arc really well. Well written and also well acted. And don't forget, you have some nice jazz music. And some Kenny G. Hey, Kenny and G. some world music. True. Hey, you can't go wrong with Enya. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> can't go wrong with Enya. All right, Danny, hit us with the next one. All right. Next one is going to be a, a, a shock on this uh, list here for you guys. My number four is Oppenheimer. Nice. That so, is a shocker because shocker. that should be higher. Yeah. <laughs> should it be? But I, now, now I'm kind of surprised wait. and curious what your top three would be. So if you were if you inserted Guardians into your list, where would it have gone? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to redo this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> just do it all. Maybe somewhere between Mission Impossible and John Wick. Maybe. Okay. Like eight and nine. And yes. I apologize. I I think I was one number off this whole time. Because Iron Claw was eight. Past Lives was seven. Gran Turismo was six, not five. Oppenheimer is five. Oh, wow. even lower. Yeah. So. As, wow. Like it's an 80s Mystery? movie. The thing is, my one through five are so close <laughs> that it's like, I, I've just, this whole day I've been going, putting one above the other and then kind of like dropping it. But the reason why I think Oppenheimer for me is number five is because I've only seen it once. The rookie uh, numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Yeah. Come on, man. I saw it three times. Three <laughs> in true IMAX. Come on. <laughs> he's he's Come doing on. it like this, too. Three. Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't more than three? I feel like you went like every weekend. I saw it. I basically did. I saw it. I saw it twice. I feel like you got to like Top Gun numbers with this movie. I spent three hours. I got three hours. Three hours of (laughs) playtime. Um. I mean, Oppenheimer was was fantastic. Christopher Nolan. Killed it. I mean, he got he. This movie got nominated for everything in yes, the Oscars. Thirteen nominations. Yeah. More than Return game. of the King. More than Return of the King. Oh my god! So if that, it, that's the same number of nominations as Titanic. I know. The, and wow. Return of the oh. King won all of them. Eleven out of eleven. Yeah. So Oppenheimer. They're the only. They're the keeps. only film. Return of the King is the only film to have eleven nominations and eleven wins. Uh, like that, right? It so perfect. Oppenheimer yeah. sweeps. It was a perfect and run will and be the most. Champion. Well, I, it, I, ooh, it deserves. I, highly, I don't feel. I don't feel like it's gonna get even close to like. I feel like it might win like six, if I had to guess. It won't win actress in the supporting role. Yes, actress. Yeah, you're right. It won't win actress. You're it won't right, win yeah. actress. But, Who was no. actor? Robert Downey Jr. No yeah. actor. Best actor in supporting role is Robert Downey RDJ, and he's gonna yeah. win that one. That's for sure. That's in supporting, yeah. Which, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. did great. I mean, the whole cast, I, I feel, did great. Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Emily Blunt. Yeah, we have a whole episode on it. You can listen yeah. to that one too. Just, 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 just watch our episode, and then 
the next one after that, number four, is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? I, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I respect it, honestly. I respect it. But I know uh, what his top... I know a lot of his... Some, one of his top I know what is, two of your top three are now. And Oof. I'm surprised they're above Oppenheimer, but hey. Oof. I, yeah. So, for I, I, think, okay. I think Oppenheimer will go up higher in the list, obviously, when we... Like, if I were to go through this again over some time and after I see the movie again. But yeah, that's, well, it that's did where come it is back right the, now. It, it did uh, re-release in the 70mm uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you had a chance. You have another chance to go to Florida. I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the next one is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Sweet. Uh, I'm sure it's in uh, all of ours list somewhere. It was garbage. It was garbage. Definitely somewhere. Um, um, we had an episode on that one too, so that uh, one's awesome. It's too good. The animation is just Top awesome. Much. Like... Every frame is a photo, <laughs> literally. Like you, you could frame it up. I mean, te- yeah, technically, every frame is a photo. I thought you, I thought you were gonna say any movie. Every frame is a frame. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, like that's how movies work, Danny. You would want to like take like frame that up, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it looks too damn good. The score. And also the score in Oppenheimer. Scores were good. And the story, Miles, was, was great. The whole family dynamic. And then, obviously, all the multiverse characters, all the Easter eggs. It was just a fun time. Oscar Isaac, fantastic. But, yeah, that's my, my 10 Top through seven. 4. Okay. Shocking. Top 7. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking that's, that's, is, uh, I mean, is I don't a know Remember, this is a list of our like personal favorites. Like, yeah, it doesn't that, matter. Like what we enjoyed. Like not so much a critical acclaim we're gonna put on our I have my glasses on yeah. today, but it's not like I have the, the snooty of uh, like film critic lenses on. So But um, yeah, that that brings up a good point because yeah, this is more based off enjoyment, not really like best movie to me. Because I think Oppenheimer is higher than some of the ones that I have above it in terms of, like, better movie. But in terms of enjoyment, I did like these more than Oppenheimer. So. Okay. All right, excellent. I'm, I'm interested to, to hear what your top three are now. Okay. Nope. But we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll get wrong. back. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So next uh, is me. I'm coming up now. I'll do my <sighs> 10 through 4. Oh. This was a little tough to uh, honestly kind of rank because these are all movies I really enjoyed. And some of these we have mentioned before, but I'm going to. I think I have a couple that may be on someone's list, may not be, but it, they all movies that I like had a really fun time because of just like having a fun time in the theater and whatever it's, you know, feelings, you know, the wild range of emotions. So going right into it, number 10, it did not expect this movie to be as good as it was, but I got to give it to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that movie. Had, wait, wait, like, what, what movie was it? What? <laughs> it was, it was. <laughs> you got to do, do it again. Voice. You have to do it again. Thanksgiving. There you go. There you go. Oh, <laughs> 
Like, this the fact that like, I, like for some in some way, shape, or form, Eli Roth was still able to tell like a coherent slasher film story alongside adding new things to the initial like grindhouse trailer that was there you know tweaking some stuff to make it more palatable for a general audience but the movie's surprisingly well done it's just the right amount of cheese it's uh, but also like it's well made and everybody in the movie knew their roles knew their assignments it's not like no one's like leaving too many teeth marks on the scenery but it's just it's for it being a slasher film it's a lot of fun and big shout out to Patrick yeah, but also a big shout out to Patrick Dempsey. Like, dude understood the assignment. It, it's great. And that one kid, we said my favorite line of the entire movie, where it's, if we're not careful, we're all going to be 50% off. Dude, <laughs> this, this is amazing. It's awesome. All right, going down to number nine. This was on Zach's list as well, but I got to give it to Super Mario Brothers. Uh, although the, you know, using of licensing, licensed music kind of like, grinded my gears, so to speak, but in the wrong way. Everything else was so well done in terms of the way the movie was made. And all the great, like, Nintendo Easter eggs in, like, the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, I was super giddy. Yeah. Like, I loved seeing... Like, I loved the fact that, like, people like me, Anthony, and uh, even, like, my sister watched the movie, like, oh, look, there's a thing from Punch-Out! There's that thing from Star Fox! And, like, all the little small things to pick around and pay attention. Um... And then, of course, the stellar animation and surprisingly great voice acting. Big shout out to Charlie Day as Luigi. Like, I didn't know if that yeah. range of Luigi was going to work, but it did. And then, of course, you got to talk about Bowser Jack Black. and Jack Black. He did an amazing, amazing job. And again, shout out to Chris Pratt for making Mario work, man. He put his yeah, spin people... on it and it works. <laughs> it's a me, people Mario. People very skeptical. <laughs> When he just said, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> and he's like, that's Somebody. not it. <laughs> it's like, but no. it was. It's like, it like wasn't, but it was. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's still entertaining. Uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong works, surprisingly. So if they can get more of that and kind of like tone it in the right way, it'll be great for the future. And he snuck in the Rogen laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Number eight. Number eight is going to another animated movie so good i had to watch it twice and this was teenage mutant ninja turtles Ooh, uh, rising okay. mutants that I, movie, I, I thought that would have been higher for you well when you get to the rest of my list you'll kind of understand why but uh, yeah probably you know tmnt really worked like the art style really felt unique you know we're, we're talking about movies with great art styles and we talked about spider-verse earlier again i really enjoyed ninja turtles i think it's now on paramount plus they already greenlit a whole bunch of continuations to it they keep that same style. They keep the heart that each of the brothers have and their personalities. I think uh, they got a great like franchise to keep going with that. Yeah, it was it was well done. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Animation yeah, was cameos, also pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And the cameos are really good. Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, Ray Fillet was was it Post Malone? I think it was, was mm-hmm. Ray Fillet, but. That and Ice Cube did really great job as the villain, Superfly. But it's a great movie. Go watch it if you haven't. Number seven. I'm surprised it hasn't been on anyone's list yet, but I thoroughly enjoyed this one a lot, and it's big cultural impact. Gotta give it to Barbie. We had a great episode on Barbie. You know, if 
you haven't seen it, it is now on HBO Max, so you can watch it from the comfort of your Mojo Dojo Casa House. <laughs> um, iconic. Iconic, dude. Iconic. Yeah, we have a whole episode on it, so I really it, enjoyed it. Great it, movie. It was Knuff, okay? It was Knuff. Yes, it was. And, again, also great cameos, but also, you know, surprisingly well-made. Really great movie. Slick writing was really smart. It was really good. Going on number six, we mentioned it before, Guardians 3. Guardians 3 cool. was a gut punch of many emotions. It wasn't just, you know, we talked about like a lot of the Rocket backstory and that can be pretty traumatizing and hurtful, but I liked some of the other sequences in the movie too, especially you got to give it to the, I was going to say the high evolutionary, but, uh, you know, the, the villain of the film dude is like, that's, that, that's one of those where like, man, you wish you had, you get more of that from like a villain role it, because like, it's, I, I, the whole sequence where I just want to say like his line where it's just like oh there is no god that's why I stepped in you're like oh this dude is insane but like has so much conviction um, and then finally that final sequence with uh, playing Florence and the Machine I didn't think was going to be like it, it's I thought, at first it's like oh I hear Florence it's going to be a little cheesy but no it worked no. man Yep, it was great it was wonderful like cathartic James great. Gunn knows how to do that he knows the needle drop number five I'm going to go also echo a little bit what Danny had put in there. I think isn't the same ranking, but number six was the Iron Claw. Dude, Iron Claw, as of growing up watching pro wrestling, I knew a bit about the Von Erich family and how you know they adapted the story. Impressive acting, impressive attention to detail from the physicality, but also the emotion behind it. Again, yeah, it's a definitely a big roller coaster of emotion, but superb acting, superb writing. Personally, I'm kind of you know, disappointed that the movie got got no Oscar love, but it got certainly love and appreciation from me. And I know that may not mean a lot, but personally, as somebody who grew up watching a lot of that stuff and you know, is occasionally still into pro wrestling, it was really well done. The movie was, 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 was superb. Nice. Still have to catch it. And finally, to round out the, the initial list, again mentioned before was across the spider-verse just so many little attention to details superbly written the animation is incredible blending in of so many different styles you got to give a shout out to the lego sequence that was done by this young man that like uh kind of like was co-opted and, and asked to make that whole scene for the film the whole bit of like thank you peter you're one of our best it still gets me every time you know and the sound effects of beep beep boop <laughs> beep boop yeah, the little bits of real Morales speaking to Miles, like when she's snapping and you get the little Puerto Rican flag, that is perfect, little details. And they got the flag uh, right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like the game. Not like in the game. The <laughs> what else? And lastly, like we talk about how there are shots or like an- that are animated in the film that you could just create like a wonderful wallpaper out of. That one shot of miles and Gwen hanging upside down and then you see the reflection of the city and then the city over it like i want that painted out like and put in a like grand hall in my house or something like, <laughs> i don't even have room for it but i don't care i'll make a i'll knock down stuff and make a wall movie's incredible we talked about the score the soundtrack i think also oscar snub for best original score yeah yeah i thought it would yep. be there but whatever i think part three we'll we'll, we'll get the nomination again Wait, can a can a sequel get 
nominated for original score? Yeah, because yeah. so, it's a different because it's a whole different score. And a sequel. Can Return of the King get nominated for a best original score like Two Towers did? Oh, it did. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know. there's different songs on there. <laughs> Sorry, I turned well, it to. I, I, well, because I figured it's that, not like they know, do the same. They were yeah, the themes. Of there's course, there's but... some themes that are reused, but it's a yeah whole new score for for the. Song. No, yeah, absolutely. I just I I would never think because of like a lot of movies their sequels tend to reuse certain themes and stuff. So I always figure like okay, that doesn't make it technically like also I, it can't. It can't qualify. Also, Zach, remember, nominated this year is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So, you know, music, best original score. And it used a lot of, it used themes from Last Crusade, obviously the Raiders March, and a couple other nice (laughs) things in there too. But going back to my list, yeah, that's 10 through 4 for me. It was really hard to rank those, but I just, those are based off of my experiences in the theater, just thoroughly enjoying the experience of watching those films. Very nice. Uh, with that, I'm going to pass it over to Anthony before right. we hit our quick honorable mentions. All right. So, hold on. Oh, oh my God. I got to crack my back because I'm, no, <laughs> I'm the oldest one here. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, this was difficult. I actually did rank mine. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we like kind of we all said, like, we all enjoy these movies. So, it's not like, oh, this one sucked and this one's better because it's, like, number four and that one's number six. It's like, we all enjoyed all, all these movies. There's a yeah. reason why, like... We all were told to make like a top five list at first, and then we're like, no, let's make a top ten. I have twenty two on my list out of nowhere, <laughs> like, so. But you know, here's my top ten. So I know a lot of us have some of the same movies, but I have some different ones. So number ten, I recently watched this movie. I was surprised by it. It was very good, and now I know why it's gotten some Oscar attention. The holdovers. Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, it made it into the Yeah, it's currently on Peacock if you want to watch it, and they're going to be re-releasing in theaters if you want to watch it. It's a very good movie. It's a nice, like, drama movie. It's not, like, super violent. It's, like, it's, it's not, not John crazy. Wick. Yeah, it's not John Wick, but it's, like, it's not an action movie. It's it's just, like... It's not like, a spectacle. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, a straight drama movie, but, like, a, a fun movie to watch. And it was good. It was very well made. It was good. The acting's great. That's why you're seeing... Uh, a lot of the actor categories, the actors are from this movie. Yeah, actor and actress, I think, mm-hmm. got, they got nominated. It Support, almost seems like actress. the supporting yeah. actress is like a lock to win it, and she did a fantastic job in this movie. Yeah. Paul Giamatti was great as usual. Like, he's killing it, and some people think he's actually competition to Killian Murphy for best actor. So you never know, man. I mean, obviously, I, I would prefer Killian Murphy, but Paul Giamatti was great. It's a it's a good movie and it's like it's I feel like it's a movie that would have been made twenty years ago. Like they don't they don't make many movies like this anymore. Kind of just like a low key, low budget movie that like probably not many people would go see in theaters. But it's a very good movie and I was very surprised by it. I enjoyed it. So it's my number ten. My number nine. Here's another one where it's it's I really enjoyed this movie. It came out very early in the year. And probably a lot of people forgot it even came out in 2023. It definitely seemed like it got looked over for Oscars. I'm going to go with Air. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, I had that on my long list that I had to trim down, but Air is <laughs> extremely good. Air. It's yeah. on Prime? Yeah, I it believe, is on Prime. Yes, yeah. I believe so, yeah. Uh, Air, very good movie. Ben Affleck directed. You have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon coming back. 
just a solid, solid, solid movie. Cool story. It's a true story about essentially the guy from Nike who realized that Michael Jordan was going to be Michael Jordan before he was the best basketball player. But yeah, it's very fun. Writing, writing was great. Acting was great. The the infighting uh, between the uh, the Adidas people was hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, like, and there's like a lot of notable names in this movie. Like Jason Bateman is great in this movie. Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. Like, out of nowhere, is good in this movie. Marlon Wayans is in like one or two scenes, and he was good in the movie. You know who's really good, and I've seen him in a whole bunch of other thing, uh, a whole bunch of other little like kind of films here and there, and like even like TV shows. Chris Messina, he was good. He was the, I think the. the no, Chris Messina is the agent. agent. Yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan's agent. No, but the dude I'm thinking of is Matthew Mayer, the guy who designs actually designs the shoe. Mm, okay. Matthew Mayer, he was he's he does a lot of like stuff that he hangs up with like Ben Affleck with. I guess he's like. And. Boys. Michael Jordan's mother, like. <sighs> Viola Davis is too good in this movie. I'm very, I'm actually surprised she wasn't like nominated for supporting. Who was it? Did you remember that story? I don't know if it was Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan's mom that was that they had asked who did, who would they want to play her. Mm-hmm. And I think Michael Jordan. I think might have said, "Oh, I, I I I want Viola Davis." And I guess they told Viola Davis, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, of course. She, and they got it. But yeah, very good movie. Was, I think he, he was concerned, but yeah, highly good. recommend it. It's on streaming now. Go watch it. All right, my number eight. This one, it was. I really enjoyed this movie. I was having trouble placing it because, like, even though it was a very good movie, um, some other factors may have like went into where I put on my list. So I'm gonna say Killers of the Flower Moon. Very, very good movie. Very well made. Scorsese. Classic Scorsese movie. Like you know, it's gonna be top notch. Leonardo. It's going to be like three hours long. <laughs> it's three and a half hours. It's insane. Like, that's the thing. Hours like, and 27 minutes. Yep. I really like the movie, but I just don't know how, uh, like, I don't know how often you'd rewatch this movie. Like, it's, it's, it might be one of those, like, one and dones unless you want to, like, really go back and rewatch it to, like, study it as, like, a filmmaker or something. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's really long and it's also, you know, tough subject material because, you know, there's a lot of, killings that happen in the movie and it happens frequently throughout yeah. the movie and it's just like yeah. constant yeah, it happened in real life like yeah, I don't know yeah. how else, you know, like you have to be able to tell that kind of story with no this, i know like, that kind of big shout out also to lily gladstone yes. i was gonna i'm gonna say the hot take that she like outacted the nero and yeah she, was like, she carried that movie like she was great carry. and it's it's a little she's going up for best actress right not supporting no, best actor. Yeah, okay, best yeah, actress. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah, because, yeah, she was, aside from them two, she was, like, the third main character, maybe even the second main character. It was, like, Leo, her, and then Robert De Niro. And they were the three main actors in the movie. So, yeah, it, very good movie, very well acted, just very long. So, like, if you can stomach it, I definitely recommend it. It's out now on streaming on Apple. If you want to go watch it, it's it's very good. But just know those things in advance. If that's not your cup of tea, to watch a, a period drama about you know a lot of uh, killings of 
in the genius of of the Osage <laughs> tribe, but but yeah, and if you can stomach a three and a half hour time, then yeah, go ahead, watch it. It's very good, but yeah, my number eight. Number seven, We I think we all had it on our list at some point, the Mario movie. Loved no. it, loved this movie, exactly what I wanted from this movie. It was what a what it should have been back in the early 90s <laughs> instead of that <laughs> instead of that live action movie that we got but yeah Anthony just trust the fungus no I can't I can't but uh, yeah this is very good extremely extremely nostalgic like I grew up on on this stuff on playing Mario games and hearing the music seeing the characters like they're supposed to look like and it's just like beautiful beautiful animation how about that water zach Dude, the water amazing. the water in that movie is crazy Crisp. the water was water i know the water <laughs> under rainbow road no, I'm kidding. Yeah, but yeah like we all talked about it already uh did and we did a, an episode about it right oh yeah, yeah we we did an episode i'm gonna i'm gonna repeat it again because we keep saying it like why would you put take on me during the <laughs> driving sequence <laughs> through the donkey kong area there were three movies they came out in a matter in a span of like two, two or months. three months with that freaking song with take on me i'm not talking about the hero i'm not talking about the yeah hold it up for hero. i'm talking about the sequence where they're driving into the with Donkey Kong, through yeah. Kong yeah. and for some Kong, reason the Kong they're like you know what Kingdom. this would be a great spot to play take on <laughs> for no reason yeah not that was a weird spot and the worst part is the they actually had music from the score of Donkey Kong in that section of the movie, but not in the U.S. version because they decided to play Take On Me. So it's like, come on, man. You have to watch the movie in another language to hear the actual music of that scene. I'll watch it in Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> watch it in Japanese or something. But but yeah, other than that, everything in that movie is great. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's meant for kids. So it's like the story is like a little kitty, but it's, for me, it was super fun. I felt like I was like a six-year-old watching this movie. And if this came out when I was six, it would be like my favorite movie of all time. So, yeah, super fun. <laughs> Highly recommend nice. it. Uh, my number six. Another movie I also recently watched. Another movie I was very surprised. Not surprised. I mean, it was getting a lot of good buzz, good Oscar buzz. I was, and I wanted to see it. American Fiction. Very good movie. Um it's it's this is another type of movie kind of like the holdovers where they don't make these that often anymore where it's, it's rated r but it's like it's rated r for for like language so it's like nothing bad in it but it's it's just like a it's a very smart comedy it's a satire it's kind of like almost like the the producers in a way where it's like nice this guy is a novelist yeah. uh he's african-american and he sees that there's like uh, new up and comers in his industry, like getting all this praise for making these kind of like quote unquote like ghetto books and being like super real. And so he's like, man, people are like writing the dumbest things and they're getting like all this credit for it. So he decides to write his own like too real like ghetto book and it, and it, and it becomes like super big. And like he doesn't understand as to like why it's like 
as big as it is but yeah it's 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 very funny <laughs> it reminds me a lot of also like as good as it gets with like you know it's like it's smart humor acting is great Je- jeffrey wright definitely should be in the running as he is in the best actor category and right. even sterling k brown he got nominated and uh, good for him because he was great in the movie too so yeah highly recommend it that's another one that's is still in theaters because it didn't really release nationally to like maybe like two weeks ago so it's it still has a lot of showings that you can go to the movies and watch so my number five which this one might be maybe on your some of your guys's top but it's my number five because i didn't know where to put it but i knew you know my top couple so gotta put it number five godzilla minus one yep godzilla minus one another surprise like for me i'm gonna go see a movie just because it's godzilla like i it's, it's, if there's a big monster in it, I'm gonna go see it. Uh, like I love Pacific Rim, I love kaiju movies, I love robot movies. So I'll watch Transformers, even though the majority of the Transformers movies are stupid. I, I watched that stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> so it's like if there's big robots in it or big creatures, I'm gonna watch it. And and you're telling me there's a, another Japanese Godzilla movie? I was excited to watch it, and I don't care about reading subtitles because I'm used to reading them from anime. It was a great movie. The story is actually really good. In most of these movies, like the the most recent American Godzilla movies, it's it's me most of the time going, I just want to watch Godzilla beat the crap out of something instead of listening to whatever human characters like, oh, we got to go and help Godzilla or whatever they're saying. Oh, we got to run away. And like most of the time, you don't really care about what's happening with these human characters. And they usually have bad dialogue and stupid stuff to say anyway. But in this one the majority of the movie is about the human characters and it's very well written you care about the main characters you care about what's going on and they treat Godzilla like a natural disaster and it's like and they treat him like this terrifying thing that's happening and and it's awesome and I still don't know if it's true, but they keep saying that this movie was made for 15 million dollars I don't believe it Dude, there's no way like yeah. it's I don't like believe at least 30 it. yeah How? like yeah I know it's not like a hundred million dollar movie, but like fifteen million seems like impossible. Maybe maybe I'd say like thirty to fifty, but even still. So even if they spent fifty million, it still looks great for fifty million. But yeah, the CGI specifically, like on Godzilla, and then like even like all the parts in the water, and then the destruction, like it looks it looks awesome for it's like technically it's like a low budget Japanese movie. Oh, and Godzilla's in it. That's what this movie is. It's just a very well-made movie, very good story, and Godzilla's in it being scary as hell. Highly recommend yeah. it. Don't be afraid that you have to read subtitles. It's it's a really good movie, so go watch it. Absolutely. Okay. Number four, John Wick Four, baby. Ooh. Four for four. John Wick Four, four. baby. This one was tough because I almost ranked it like really high on my list, but then I was like, oh, but these other three, like. It's... <laughs> It's so hard, uh, but John Wick Four. I don't know how they keep doing it. Uh, for me, it's the best one. They, 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 each one keeps getting better with every movie. Like I don't understand how they keep doing it. I don't know how they can make a five if they do make a five. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like make a five-hour movie and see how much they can do in five hours. I don't know what they're gonna do. But <laughs> more, yeah, this, more falling down the stairs. It was, this movie was insane. Like they, they literally made multiple thirty-minute action sequences which is why the movie is so long but it's like 
I know there's a lot of time when people talk about action movies, they, they usually say, oh, but you can't have action all the time because then the the viewer will get bored of all the action. You need to have stuff in between. It's like, I think this movie proved to all those people that say that. It's like, there was stuff in between the action because there would be a 30-minute action sequence and then like maybe 20 or 30 minutes of the next scene like going to and set up. Yeah, yeah it's all set up for what they're going to do next for the next 30 minute action scene <laughs> and they do it, and they do it like three or four times like like this movie's crazy and the freaking stunts in this movie is incredible they're these people are on crack i don't know how they made this movie <laughs> on crack yeah like it's it's by far like it's by far like the best american action series right now like i don't most of the time when you're thinking like good action movies with like fight good fight choreography and good action a lot of the time back in the day you you would have to go to like Jackie Chan movies either Chinese or Japanese movies and and now we're we're getting them here and we're getting American made very well done action movies and and these guys right now they're at the top of their game so uh, I know he said he even said uh, Stileski was like, "Hey, I want to try to make a Star Wars movie." It's like, hire this man, get this man to do something in Star Wars. I don't care what it is, but yeah, the, this movie is incredible. John Wick Four is awesome. I think I watched it like four times or something like that, five times. I watched Jeez. it in multiple different formats with other like different people each time. It's like you got to watch this. I'll watch it again. I was like, get the A list. That's what A list is for. But yeah, John Wick Four is super fun. We all enjoyed it, and that's it. Those are my seven. Damn, skip me. All right. Nicely done. So, good comprehensive big chunk of list. We're going to quickly round up the honorable mentions. We'll just do a quick, like, rapid fire, starting with Zach. Three honorable mentions. Hit us. Ooh, okay. My three... It, it, it was tough at first, but I think I think I have a pretty like solid top three uh, honorable mentions. Uh, first one being Ferrari. Uh, that was one of the more recent ones that just cool. came out, and kind of like with with yeah, with Gran Turismo a car movie. Really liked it. A uh, couple of weird parts, but still really good drama. Uh, the next one I I chose Barbie. Enjoyable. I don't think it was like, like it was a good movie. It wasn't too. Whatever, but you know, I still enjoyed it. Uh, Ryan Gosling, best part of the movie, and then, and then Cocaine Bear. That <laughs> oh, was last. That year. was a lot better. Oh my god, that was last. Nice number twenty. That was a lot better. Number twenty. It came out in January. Yeah, oh, that movie was a lot better than expected. That was such a and, trip. Cocaine Bear was a trip. That I did was, not expect. It, it was a lot of fun. Nice. It was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a wacky. Like absurd movie, but not not. It wasn't it wasn't a bad movie. It was, it was pretty funny. It was enjoyable. It was it was it was just crazy. But <laughs> it, it deserved to be an honorable mention. Okay, nice. All right, Danny, your your honorable mentions. All right, Barbie. Okay, it was a lot better than I expected. Very funny. There's, there's, that movie's helped. That movie's <laughs> is, is it because I did a thumbs up? Is that why I was doing that? Oh, no, I, I don't guess. Know. Hold on, let me try. <laughs> So, very funny. Uh, a lot better than I expected. Good story. Next up is Tetris. I think Zach had... I think it was Zach that mentioned it on his list. Yeah. Pick another one. What? Pick another one. That's, so not, that one's that's on mentioned. Zach's top ten. Oh, okay. Dungeons and Dragons. 
Nice. Wait, was that last yeah. year? Yeah. That was last year. Oh my god! For some yeah. reason, I thought that was two years ago. No, no. It was last year. Okay. Last year. Didn't it come out like summer or like? It was like Mar- autumn. Maybe March or summer. Somewhere oh, around. Was there. it earlier? Oh yeah. wow. No, it was in March. Man, March. that movie was a lot of fun, and it actually got reviewed pretty good, but just not that many people saw it. I know, it sucks. Um, and then the third one, since we skipped my my second one, we'll do Wonka. I just nice. saw I respect it. it. Just saw it the other day, and uh, gave me some Paddington vibes, and uh, just a feel good, funny, funny experience. So. Same director. Same director. Same director. A lot of people. A lot of surprise there. All right, nice. My turn. I'm going to try to make this super quick. Number one, I actually have the pin for it. I don't know if you guys can see it. Haunted Mansion. Oh, wow. Way, way better than I thought oh, it was going to be. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Oops. Haunted Mansion. Really fun movie. At this rate, we Great need cast. like a top 30. <laughs> yeah, it's surprisingly good year for movies. But yeah, Haunted Mansion, too good. Came out during the writer's strikes. There wasn't a lot of buzz for it, but it's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it. Number two. Actually, no. Number two. I'm gonna do next goal wins. A little smaller movie by Taika Waititi. Oh um, yeah, the soccer one, right? Look, if you have a training montage with everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears, you're automatically a good movie. The movie was actually uh, a lot of fun too, and based on a true story. There's even a documentary about the whole story as well. As is is it Sam Neill is in it? No, it's Fassbender. No, it, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yes, that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. Fassbender's there. So different. number three, oh, totally different. Number three, I had to put it on here. Creed three. Mm-hmm. I had honorable Ooh, mention because Michael B. I Jordan's first directing. It's his first time directing a movie. I really got some great like Hajime no Ippo, like Dragon Ball, like anime vibes between him and Jonathan Majors. Again, story you kind of know where it's going, but it's just it's still told really well, well acted. And uh, really interesting choices with some of the, the the fight sequences, but they really work. It pays off. It's a fun movie. Really great stuff. Anthony. Cool. Okay, so a couple of them I had on my long list that you guys already mentioned. So super quickly, I also had Gran Turismo, The Creator, Barbie, Creed 3, Mission Impossible, and Thanksgiving on my list. So I'm going to name other ones. So I guess number one for me would be Dumb Money. Nice. Yeah, cool movie it was it was fun entertaining but they like it was barely in theaters and not many people watched it's on it. netflix now right i have no idea next yeah. would be poor things poor things was also very good it's getting a lot of acclaim in the oscars emma stone might win her second oscar for it she was very good in it but overall i thought the movie was okay and oh also you said ninja turtles already so i'm gonna say Postcard from Earth, the movie I saw in the freaking sphere in Las Vegas. There you go. Now um, that's an experience. Yeah. So Brilliant. if you're ever in Las Brilliant. Vegas, definitely go and check that out if that movie is still playing there. It's really awesome. Nice. All right. With that, we're going to hit with the top three. I think we'll be sharing a lot of top three films here. Zach, go ahead and lead it off. Give us a quick one, two, three, or three, two, one. All right. Number three, Mutant Mayhem. Nice. My man. Hell yeah. yeah. I have never seen a single 
T- TMNT thing, movie, show. I'd never read a comic. What? Nothing. Ladies this is like my this first. Is, he's a newbie. We got him. We got him, Anthony. <laughs> now we got him playing Turtles in Time. <laughs> this was my my first like actual watch through of a, of a TMNT movie or of, of anything. I enjoyed it so much. Animation, super charming, super well done. The character is super lovable. It was it was done really well. Absolutely deserves to be in my top three. You don't know about Ice. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go? No, he doesn't know about Vanilla Ice. Oh, shit. This is about getting Mollywop, though. That's what's up. <laughs> Mollywopping me! I, I know that you had mentioned that in yours in your in your top ten part. Yeah, that was in my top X, ten. Which yep. I was surprised that you didn't put in your top three. Definitely in your top three. When you see here in my top three, you're going to understand. Definitely an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Damn, wow. Very good. Surprise. Number two, another anime movie. I think we all already know what it is. Spider-Verse. Easily, I th- easily one of the best movies of last year, without a doubt. I mean, it's Agreed. it's it's the the kind of Marvel movie that you want every Marvel movie to be. Not necessarily like, like oh, it has to be animated. It has to be the same director, or same artist, or whatever. But you know, it's something that's just written so well, complemented by the by the animation. It's just, it's so, it's it's such a gorgeous movie, and it's it's funny. It's got so many Spider-Man references that are just mentioned in briefly, in, mentioned briefly in passing, and everything. Some cameos, crossovers. It's such a really well done movie. I cannot wait for part two, which will come out, who knows when? Not this year, not anymore. It's probably like four years. <laughs> Dude, Sad. honestly, why? <laughs> Whatever, man. They could, take, until like, they could take 10 like years. years. If it's as good as the other two, then they all have like fine. one of the best trilogies ever made. Yeah, and and they, they better use this time to do it right. Yep. And all then right. number one, I think, I, I mean, I, I kind of alluded to it a lot. You know, I saw it three times in true IMAX. Not Danny's number one. Not Danny's number one. It's number five. Oppenheimer. We have a whole episode number dedicated five. to Oppenheimer. So, if you want to know our like real in-depth thoughts on Oppenheimer, there, go back and give us a rewatch, pump those numbers up, but also you know get some valuable insight. Those are really cool. Yeah, Oppenheimer, yeah, definitely one of Nolan's best movies in my opinion. Uh, I think his first like non-science fiction or like science fact, like gimmicky movie, <laughs> science fact, like movie. it's it's huh? It's, he science, says a science it's, fact movie. <laughs> Not science fiction. <laughs> yeah, because everything's it's either been superhero or like it has some sort of gimmick or some kind of time thing or whatever. Oppenheimer is like a biopic. That's what it is. So I think his only movie like that. So very, very but it has a gimmick. Oh, okay, yeah, Dunkirk. I but forgot, it has wow, a gimmick. Wow. It does have a gimmick, though. Wow. I forgot about Dunkirk. But yes. Good for you. I have two movies. <laughs> also what a gimmick a- and not a biopic. But yeah. One, nice, one of two movies. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Good. Yeah, really good. Well done. Good job, Zach. I like, well, not saying I'm qualifying your things, but thank you for sharing, man. That's good. Danny, I want to hear, because this is going to be interesting. Oof. See how wrong you are. Oof. <laughs> gonna, I know. All right. Uh, number three. The Creator. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I okay. I didn't expect for that to be that high. Wow. I really enjoyed this movie, and I think okay. it I think it surprised me too, uh, as much as it surprised Definitely you guys. Surprised me. <laughs> we get Gareth Edwards on the line. 
Yeah. Um, movies of, I, I want to watch it again because I was really sick the day that we, the day that we saw it. That's when I started my whole, like two month sickness. So I gotta rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. With the sickness. Man, it was it was shot really good. <laughs> Just some cool concepts and cool additions to the story. But yeah, number three. Currently on Hulu. Yes. It is on Hulu, correct. And then my top two. All day today, I've been going back and forth. I think X already knows my top two. But number two surprise is Talk to Me. Yep, that's why I'm doing the hand thing. Uh, talk, talk to, to me. me over Oppenheimer. Yep. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a horror fan. Uh, I think I've mentioned this movie every podcast episode. <laughs> uh, for the year. Yeah, for the year. Uh, go watch it. A lot of fun. Cool new story. Um, like kind of felt like an original. Um, created by YouTubers uh, that are known for some cool action. Um, nice. But yeah, I, I, I love it. One of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, we got a sequel going. Yep. Talk to me. <laughs> I saw that poster. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, and then... Number one, Godzilla minus one. Damn. Too good. Oh, just wow. okay. Just man, what a great movie! And I thought I had the highest rank yeah. for minus one. No, oh, that crap. that's my number one. And then I haven't seen no, it, but it's I'll your number one or it's I'll your minus it. one. It's this minus one. And so what's the real like number Anthony, one? <laughs> just like Anthony said, like. You know, you go to see this movie just because of Godzilla, but man, the the human stories in this one was was top notch. You you care for the characters, and Godzilla is just terrifying here, as he should be. So, there you go. Wow! Top Thank three. you, Danny. Yep. Danny stealing a little bit of my atomic thunder here. <laughs> sound, um, the sound effect, man. That I don't know how to do it, but it's so cool. <laughs> and the visuals. So, yeah. Man, I feel like the wind's out of my sails a little bit, but uh, I'll start with my number three is actually John Wick 4. Mm-hmm. What a magnum opus of action. It's so good. Storytelling. I, I so good. We've the all that, had it. The fact that you're going to put, you have the audacity to put Scott Atkins in a fat suit and still make him be able to fight incredibly is insane. And it still freaking works. Amongst all the other, you know, the gunplay and the action the whole opening Osaka sequence is just incredible. The again, all the fighting in, in Paris. I didn't think, I didn't think they could do that, but they did everything that I thought they did, and they made the hotline Miami scene. Like they also made a compelling villain with Skarsgård. Like that was actually like surprisingly great. You know, also shout out to Lance Reddick. Rest in peace. You know, he, he was incredible in it. E. McShane. Everybody just played their parts extremely well. I forget the dude who played the tracker, but he was even awesome. Just Donnie Yen. Man, like, this movie's too good. Like, I can't, I can go on and on and on, but John Wick 4, you know, Chapter 4, the magnum opus of action. So good. Number one, like Zach, I have to give it to Oppenheimer because in terms of like... A, What's your number two? Part, Wait, number two, number uh, two. No, but I, I just I'm not getting out of the way. Number one is Oppenheimer, but number two was Danny's number one, which is Godzilla minus one. That's why I can't give it number one. 
You, you subtracted. So then, so the then it's zero. So then it's zero. It's zero. No. Um, so yeah, getting out of the way, we talked so much about Oppenheimer. That's number one. But number two, I have to just say words about minus one. Like, I, I try not to spoil anything because Zach still hasn't seen it yet. But Godzilla minus one is easily like one of the. It's in my top three of like just best movies made this that came out in twenty in general. Like. I know Japan put another movie out for their best international release, but they honestly should have put minus one. Just there's so much emotion in the film. We talk about Godzilla; it's he's straight up a walking cataclysm. It's the whole a- atomic breath is a straight up like it's it's scary, it's horrifying, it's an a, an actual cataclysmic world like breaking event. But the characters have the conviction and the themes about you know finding things to live for and having something meaningful with your life and not throwing it away are incredible. The music has so many homages to various Godzilla films. They kept the original Toho themes. There's this climactic sequence when they play the like kind of like one of the main Godzilla themes. And like, I got transported back to when I was like nine years old watching old Godzilla films. Like I was like cheering the, the heroes, you know, our protagonists on and like, half crying while watching this movie because it was so like incredibly nostalgic but done in like a great way but still gripping and really in cap really enthralling and captured my complete attention that movie is it it just really sticks with me still and now that they're doing that release for minus one minus color i'm gonna do everything in my power to go watch it that is my top three so anthony close it out all right, now number three, Guardians three. Nice. Uh, loved it. It was by far the best superhero movie this year, by far. Um, and above Spider Verse. Live action then. Uh, <laughs> got him. Um, well, I like best. how you put John Wick four as number four, and then Guardians, Guardians 3, three as number three. Exactly. So Spider Verse is two. You don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Guardians 3, fantastic. I loved it. I've liked all the Guardians movies. Number one, uh, super special movie to me. Number one is still like one of my maybe top five, definitely a top ten MCU movies. This one's up there. I liked part three uh, better than two. Uh, yeah, this movie was really good. Uh, super emotional, just like we mentioned. Like, yeah, it was tough, some of the flashback scenes, because it's like animal cruelty, but um, but it but it worked somehow. It worked with the story, and yeah, it was very, very good. And that freaking two movies in my top ten list with, with freaking Beastie Boy songs in it, the same Beastie Boy song. But yeah, that, that whole one-shot sequence in Guardians 3, awesome. That, so that one-shot is, is one of the best in the Guardians. Yeah. Oh, one, yeah. one of the best and just like the MCU in general like James Gunn that, was like, that hallway sequence yeah James Gunn was like oh my last MCU movie let me let me go all out and yeah he he hit it out of the park great movie loved it number two Spider-Verse had yeah. to be Spider-Verse it, it, it was very hard it was almost going to be my number one but yeah I love Spider-Verse we all talked about it a lot already I think I saw this movie like almost like Top Gun amount of times in the theaters it's like five or six times like this so movie is good. so good this is another movie it's like it's not a short movie it's like two hours and a half two hours and 20 minutes each time I've seen it I don't feel a runtime at all like 
it moves so like in such a fast paced and like you enjoy everything that's going on and you're just so like what's the word like not enamored but you're just so like entranced by like what you're watching it's like the whole movie is just like hitting your senses it's like all you know, the auditory senses the visual like there's so many so many things that are just like smacking you for two hours in the face it's yeah it's 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 awesome the music is great animation the art the voice it's acting. not overloading too like it's the, not like oh my i can't process too much it's the, just like you're treated with yeah. such so much goodness the voice acting is great and then and the story is awesome and then it sucks yeah it's a cliffhanger but like such a well done well made cliffhanger like it's still i still felt like i got a complete movie like a 99 percent of a movie just with a cliffhanger but yeah it's so good uh, one of my favorite movies this year and Oppenheimer is number one. Like Zach, I watched it, I think, twice in Fort Lauderdale. And I saw it in, like, all the formats. I saw it in Limax. I saw it in Dolby. I saw it in regular because I wanted to see the different versions. Of, like, if you could really tell a the difference, then you can. Like, the visual clarity of the 70 millimeter in Fort Lauderdale is much different than, obviously, the regular screen. And it is different than Limax, too. So... And that's just the visuals. Wait, so how many times did you watch it? I think I watched yes. it like one, two, three, it? four. Yes. I think I watched it four, maybe five times total. Oppenheimer, oh you have to watch it at least five times because he and yeah. I saw it in real IMAX twice. I saw it in Dolby again, and then he went and saw it in the other. I saw it in Dolby, IMAX, and I think I saw it also in just regular 2D screen. Like digital, yeah, reg- regular digital, yeah, Normie. and then twice, twice if for a lot of it, yeah, fantastic movie. It's, I think it's gonna win best movie. I think it's the best movie of the year. Nolan, once again, does his Nolan thing, like hit it out of the park. Amazing movie. <laughs> he somehow weaves the story in, and like it's very fast paced uh, with its editing, but somehow like you still can follow what's going on even though the beginning might be a little confusing but like once you're in it after like 10 minutes you kind of understand what's going on and then and it just takes you takes you into it and it's a freaking three-hour ride and it's not even it's not an action movie there's no action going on but it's just like suspenseful thriller and super dramatic biopic movie about a real life person and you can definitely hear them. yes that's so, for Freaking! I'm pretty sure Ludwig is gonna win. Oh, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, had had to be my number one. Hoppenheimer is so good. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Anthony. Thank you for sharing. I like that. You know, we had a good variety of our lists. Again, MVP goes to Danny for giving minus one his top film of 2023. <laughs> like, I did not. I wouldn't expect Danny to like something like this. Like, Whoa. It's, it's so good. Like I, I mean, I'm so glad you liked it, and also I'm so glad that Zach really enjoyed Ninja Turtles. I'm like, you know, there's hope for this generation yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm cultured. All right, I, I might be, I might be Gen, I might be Gen Z, but I'm cultured. Anthony, we gotta get these guys to play Turtles in Time. Prehistoric pterosaurs. Big Apple. Up. Big Apple. Three a.m. We gotta close it out before we get to three a.m. <laughs> So with that being said, everybody, you know, this is our big rundown of 2023, a surprisingly great mo- year for movies and cinema, if you want to get really... Very, very wide variety of movies. 
Yeah. So. Something for everybody. And if you even like trash, you can watch Fast 10. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> or make two. two. <laughs> or make two. You have to wash it off with something good like Gran Turismo. So you go from one to the other. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you loved the format of the remote session, we're going to be doing more of these. We'd love your feedback. And again, you catch this on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. We're also on your podcast platform of choice. And we're also on the socials through X, Instagram, and Threads. But before we go, we're going to get a little sneak preview of next episode. So we're going through our movie recommendations again. This time it's going to Anthony. What do you got, man? What are you going to give it to us? Well, last time when we were talking about action movies and these guys, these youngins, haven't watched that many action movies. So I got to go to my boy, Jackie Chan. And I want you guys to watch Legend of Drunken Master. I knew he was going to say that. It was like that, or I'm like, are you watching Police Story again? He's like, nah, it's Legend of Drunken Master. That is an uh, incredible movie. Right. Write it write it down, and then we'll see you next week. Alrighty, folks. All right. You heard it. Next episode, Legend of Drunken Master. Get your Hong Kong Shaw Brothers style kung fu movies going. It's going to be so exciting. We can't wait to talk about that one, and I can't wait to see Danny and Zach's reaction to incredible showcase of Jackie Chan doing Jackie Chan things. With that, everybody, thank you so much again for tuning in. We will catch you next time, so keep that popcorn warm. Bye.